listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. And uh, That was a really fast intro. Was it? Yeah. You were on that next speed, like on the oh, record player. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty good. There were a few a few episodes ago, like a couple weeks ago, you guys said that about one of my intros. And mm-hmm. as I was editing the podcast, listening to it, I sounded like I was speaking normal. Speed. Normal. It's fast for me, but yeah. I, I speak slowly. Um, anyway, so over the weekends... Uh, a few weekends ago, I went and hiked to Kings Peak. Last weekend, you hiked to Kings Peak. So you did it in a day, but did you say you camped at the trailhead? Yeah, yeah. My oh, my man. father-in-law pulled the pulled the camp trailer up, <laughs> camped out the night before, slept, woke up early, hiked it, got back to the trailer, had a good meal, slept, and then went home. So it was it was a it was a one day outing, but it was awfully fun and luxurious. That is nice. the way to do it. Did you find parking? Was it super busy? Well, we, we ended up pulling off the road about five miles before the trailhead, just at a random road and camped in the trees. So, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't bad. But the morning that we hiked it, trying to find a spot to camp, I mean, we had to park a quarter mile down the road, quarter mile, half mile almost from the trailhead. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it was, it was busy. busy. Um, I think that's the way to do it. We saw a lot of what looked like day runners, you know, because they had the day pack running packs on and and tennis shoes and um i was really jealous so uh we did the three-day tour method and my pack was not super heavy it was i think pretty sure it was under 30 um i feel like uh i feel like i did pretty good on the packing i bought the new enon hilleberg enon one person tent i really like that tent the only complaint i have about it is it has stays on each end that are sewed into the tent and so when you stuff it into your pack you can't take those stays out separately and put them with your poles or anything it's a kind of a weird deal so it is what it is in your in your pack um besides that functionally it's it's a it felt really warm actually because i remember i unzipped it a couple times and i was like oh it's cold out here it's weird how tents can right keep keep you warm inside and it's it's small i mean it's one person but it's big enough inside where you can sit up i'm only five nine but you can sit up you don't hit the top we had zero weather besides a little bit of afternoon wind so i have no idea how it performs in the rain but there was zero condensation it got cold at night i bought a new big agnes pad that i loved i'm i spin around countless amounts of times in my sleep so uh, i have the western uh, alpenlite sleeping bag and the zipper it's a left zip and it'll end up right left 
Right. It'll end up all over the place throughout the night. Center. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, I did. I woke up and I'm like, I'm sleeping on the pad because the zipper was underneath me and unzipped. And I just was kind of using it in a, like as a blanket. Like yeah. by the time the night's over, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing in my sleep, but it's crazy. Um, bought the six liter base camp and thought that it sucked because by day two and a half, it would not filter. And you went to water, it's man. The unit. So Sarah sent me a text and said, like, explained exactly what it was. Do you know what it is up there? Some why why it's algae, like that? Yeah, the green out al- or the red algae. Yeah, one of those algaes. It'll kill you. And it's not really, but it'll kill the filters. It did. Can you, re- can I recover the filter or is it done? Toast. Are you serious? I think so. We red, just red green algae and high silt content. So I'm like, this thing's a piece of crap. The water's not coming out of my filter at all, and apparently it's because of the red green, the algae in the. Oh, wild! Yeah. So I just need to buy a new filter then. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why, but camp. every oh, single that's time frustrating. I go to the Uinas, my filter clogs. Now. Now that's from the lakes. I heard it's better if you you filter from the streams, but yeah, but even still, really, yeah, huh. yeah. So yeah, my brand new filters usually last a day or two, whether I'm going out of a lake or a stream. Oh, so it's not the base camp then; it's no. the water. And so we did. We used a brand new filter, base camp filter for the Wind Rivers, uh, for seven days, and it was filtering as fast on day seven as it was on day one. Wow. And I go to the Uinas, and by day two, it's like yeah, it was getting any water trickling through. out. Yeah. I'm like, this is a waste of time. And I was so frustrated because I had to plan ahead. I'm like, oh, well, if I want coffee 20 minutes from now, <laughs> like, I was so <laughs> frustrated. I'm like, I got to start put filtering the water. And, and I'd already, you know, it's the base camp. So you just, it seems so simple. Right. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to love this. And well, this is the dumbest thing ever. It's not working. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, it, the UNS drive me crazy for that reason. Um, I've destroyed B, a B free, destroyed base camps, destroyed pump filters, all those different filters just get destroyed. It, in the I, is there a, is there a filter that works better in the UNS? No, like like, just, a, like the zappers or whatever. Yeah, you could use you could use a a SteriPen. Yeah. Um, I use the little um, little Aqu- tablets, Aquatabs. Aqu- yeah. Um, because yeah, I just avoid filters now in the UNS because they will just get ruined. It's super annoying. I I hate it. That's frustrating, isn't it? It's through all the all the UNS, or maybe just like that Henry's Fork, Red Castle. Every time I'm in the yeah on that North Slope, area. either China Meadows or Henry's Fork, um, they get they get clogged. I'm trying to remember. I took my kids to a different lake off the Mirror Lake Highway a few years last year, last summer. And I think our filter clogged. Yeah, I mean, we were on the east end, and our filters got clogged real quick. So, yeah, if you're doing the Highline Trail, what's the beta for that filter-wise? SteriPen, I guess. Wow. SteriPen or AquaTabs. I mean, in our, our my B-Free work, you just got to be patient. It's going to take a long time to, not a long time, but longer to filter the water. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if I were to do it again, maybe just a SteriPen or AquaTabs. Yeah, so you just bought the base camp for this trip? Off the off the shelf. Off the shelf. 
yeah you're just gonna have to get a new filter and then it'll be amazing if you use it in any other mountain range <laughs> but the UN. in the world in the world Probably. wow that's yeah. crazy oh, okay it, it drives me crazy the UN is driving me nuts for that one reason i love the UNAs. i love being up there but filtering water is like the worst hmm. in the U.S. Okay, good to know. Um, <laughs> I had hiked Ben Loman the weekend before to try and get some uh, exercise and altitude in because I spent uh, the two weeks before that training on the beach in Florida doing nothing. Drinking so beer. drinking, yeah, a beer on the beach, lots of rum at night, and um, like 88% humidity. At, we were like five feet above sea level or something <laughs> wow. so um i'm like oh i should probably hike ben Loman. and i used the salewa what boots are those i don't remember the name of those boots the alp, alp trainers alp yeah the alp trainers and i got a massive blister on my right heel that did not go away in four days uh because well see i hiked it on sunday and then yeah monday tuesday wednesday thursday so friday we hiked it's an eight mile hike into dollar lake um and and I swapped out my Alp trainers for the Salewa Fire Tail. There's more of a, it's more of an approach shoe. It's not a ton of cushion. And day one, actually, it wasn't that bad. It was, it felt pretty good. But even though I had a, I started the day with a blister, eight miles in, and then I got to camp and I was like, ugh. But I pre-loaded my feet with squeaky cheeks. Um, and then about halfway in, I took off my socks and re-preloaded with uh, some squeaky cheeks and then hiked into camp, set up camp. Be it was very busy, but a beautiful spot there around the lake at Dollar Lake. Um, so you talk about how busy it was the last couple weekends, and I was thinking, I went up around this time last year, and I just looked at my pictures. I went up August 25th, and there were it was a Sunday. Came in Saturday night. There was like three cars in the parking lot. Really? We no, that's summit, not. There's no way. August 25th last year. Summit oh, Kings. that's because school's back in. School's back in. This is the week right before Sunday. school. Okay. And COVID, but yeah. the week right before school. And so, so many families were up there this weekend. Okay. There was literally two families camped right by us. Um, and so, so when we were on the summit, there were 30, we counted 30 plus, at least 30. And, and I think there's a hundred people who summited that day and that parking lot there was full. There's a couple camp spots and then there's the next parking lot. I kept telling people when we were past, we'd pass and they're like, Oh yeah, there's no parking. I'm all, yeah, I'm in the D lot. <laughs> like, cause it's like way the, whatever down there, there's like, it's another, it's not a quarter mile or whatever. It's down the road a ways. So mm -hmm. it's weird but i i've in the past if you go while school is out that it can be busy but i think yeah. as soon as it's back in it just drops yeah, way off weekend after school started yeah and it was nobody up there no one was there oh that's no, yeah that, that's, that would be this coming weekend which would be really nice yeah that's the time to do it for sure now that said i was i was I guess I'm an older dad of younger kids, but um, I was very impressed with the parents who, and, and parents, like mom and dad and kids, all up there, and the kids seemed to have no problems with the hikes. Like, you think, oh, that's a death march. Uh, maybe for the, some of the parents, but the kids seemed to do just fine. I mean, they have a ton of energy, and as long as they've got good shoes and food and they're up there you know I, I didn't see any kids complaining or crying or 
whining or anything. I mean, they seem to be doing much better than everybody else. So um, it is not in the form of abuse. If you're wondering, it is a form of of adventure yeah, yeah it really was it really was something else to see that many kids out there and young i think some of the youngest ones were around uh, eight years seven or eight years old and um on the peak of kings which is pretty freaking impressive uh it's it's a very long ways to go day two um my feet really started to hurt and i didn't have a lot of energy and i felt the altitude a lot and i don't know if it was the florida thing or i'm just older and out of shape and i'm leaning towards older and out of shape more than i'm blaming it on florida but man it'd be sweet if it was florida um well definitely spending a week over a week at sea level right week and a half almost two weeks at sea level would make it harder for sure. and i didn't know how long does it take to adjust so i was back like a week i was back a week uh i was back a week in like four days so I didn't know if I was fully adjusted or, or I just don't know how long it takes, you know, to, to adjust to altitude. But, um, boy, I felt really tired. Uh, interesting notes on the way up. The, uh, the sheep were in the sheep herds were all over the top right before Anderson, right before you get to Anderson pass. We're familiar with the area there. There's, and I think, cause there was no sheep herders. I think that what the do, what the sheep do is they just decide they're going to move. And so they move and uh the flock watchers are dogs and the dogs are with them well uh, i was with scotty the body who uh um, was a little nervous of of the dogs because the one dog was the protector dog and he was barking and he's like you don't go you don't go near my sheep and scotty basically wanted to walk around the entire mountain just to avoid uh the one dog barking i'm like it's it's a dog scotty we're we'll be our we'll be all right you know we'll be all right so um I walked towards the dog and he barked at me a little bit. And so I walked, um, uh, kind of kitty corner away from him a little bit. And, uh, he seemed to be okay with that idea and, and calmed down a bit. So, so Scotty followed in tow, but as we were hiking the peak to Kings, you could hear that dog barking at every single hiker who walked by. <laughs> he was doing his dog, dog duties, man, protecting his flock there. He was pretty cool. Um, Scotty ran up the peak. I was much, 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 much slower. I got passed by every single person, I think, on that last stretch up to the summit. And I got to the summit and was like, okay, I'll stay here and just relax a while. Coming back down, the shoes were, were killing me and every step was not fun. And so by the time I got to camp, I was I was pretty wasted. I just I took a couple Advil and passed out for like 45 minutes woke up and actually felt pretty good i was like all right well okay well, let's feel good now i just needed a just needed a quick rest or whatever yeah. and i've done it in two days before where it's wild how by you get back to camp at a dollar and you're like wasted crash for a half hour hour wake up grab some food and you're like hike out i could hike out and some of those families a lot of like it was half half as full that night than it was in the morning because people just hiked back to dollar camped up their stuff and packed up their stuff and camped out, hiked out, geez, hiked out. So, um, a lot of people hiked out. We had a couple people hike in. We had some kids next to us who hiked in and they were all in, um, hammocks. Yeah. And I asked them if they were warm and they said, no, (laughs) (laughs) they had like the emergency blankets wrapped around them and they were freezing cold you could tell it was cold man like i had 
that North Face um, synthetic jacket on, which was the the down wannabe down. It's the Nano Puff, right? North which, Face. Uh, North Face. The uh, what do you call the thermoball. that? Thermoball. Thermoball Nano Puff. I don't know. Nano geez. Puff is Patagonia. Yeah. Is it really? We don't even sell those yet. Um, okay, so the I had that, and then I put on like a down jacket in the morning. I was like, "Ooh, it is cold." So I had two jackets on in the morning, and I was not cold at all with two jackets. Like I was hot with two jackets, but he took the one off, and I was like, oh, "It's a little chilly," you know. So I put, I was kind of babying it, but also it's a hundred degrees in town. So when it gets down to forty, forty-five, it feels like it's freezing, and it's. I mean, it's 40, 45. It's, mm-hmm. you, you couldn't see your breath yet right. up there, but yeah. it just, I don't think we're used. And I came from, like I said, Florida was, was 91 with 88% humidity and the Ooh. heat index was 115. So I'm used to like hot right. weather and it gets down to 40, 45. I'm like, okay, it's cold. <laughs> it's freezing, <laughs> it's freezing cold. Um, woke up in the morning um, and um, uh i have found this log that was the best morning poop log i have ever found ever had nice views of the lake you know like felt very private that was the funny thing is that night there were so many campers i'm like i can't there's nowhere to poop like i don't know where it was so weird i've never had that happen before i'm like there's zero privacy and what was funny is um i don't know funny but i've waited till it got dark so i'm like okay once it gets dark i know where there's a log I'll, i'll go do my thing so it gets dark hike on over to the log well these jokers who were camping above us it was like five guys and a girl no headlamps they just decide it's time to look at the stars and start i got my pants down and they start walking towards me like you can hear them laughing and tripping over rocks and stuff and, and they were smoking and it was they were having a great time right and they i could hear them coming towards me i'm like these dudes are coming right at me like so i pull my pants up and like you know i didn't get any business done and i'm like and i'm like i'll retreat they're gonna come this way look at the stars and then they're gonna bolt I couldn't I didn't have the patience they were laughing staring at the stars for like an hour or so and I had finally like I can't do it I'm going to bed I'm going to bed and I went to bed and I ended up uh, having a gr- the greatest morning business <laughs> taken care of ever on the greatest rock and every and by that time there was less people and it was fantastic come come back from that and I noticed the kids who were freezing in the hammocks were now in my camp I'm like why are these kids in my camp it's really weird and I'm getting closer to them there's a bull moose in our camp like in our camp I'm all whoa that's crazy so I brought up my little uh, Sony a6400 camera so I'm like, oh, I'm going to get this out. And I started videoing it, right? And it looks like like when animals attack because it did this thing where the head dips down like this and starts to like turn the corner. I'm all, oh, he's going to, he's coming after us. And so I dip behind a tree and I and I get the camera focused back on him and he, and he starts walking around the edge of my camp and notice that he has a tremendous limp. And so the fact that his head is uh, dipping like that is because he is limping so much. But it also, it looked like he was just, I'm going to charge. He you was know? close to your camp. He was in camp, our camp. Yeah, he, was he was in our camp. Um, he turned and started coming. He showed me the video. It starts coming towards you. And I'm like, oh, uh, I'd be running. He's <laughs> like, close. Had that been a, a bull moose who decided to charge, like, you all would have been tough. I might not have. I might have been too close. I might have been. Dang- and it was funny because I was, I didn't feel like 
I see wild animals all the time in, in Yellowstone and I know I need to keep my distance and I feel like there's some bushes and stuff between us and I, I you know, it didn't take me long to just get behind at least one tree and I wasn't moving closer to it. I was, um, I, th- I thought I had a distance, but man, if they, when they decide to move, it's so damn fast that I'm like, oh crap, things happen way quick, um, like way, way fast. And then he just limped. He just limped through camp and out the other side. And I filmed it, and it was very. I'm like, oh, that's not good. Like, that, that looks happened. like he's not going to make it. You know. So I don't know. Anyway, packed up, hiked out, saw another female moose about halfway down. Um, there's a section of that trail that um, it's between Alligator Lake and um, Dollar. No, yes, but Elkhorn, where the it dips down, the trail dips down almost to well to the water, and you can you can just walk down to the water right there, right. and right across from the water there was a, a female, a cow, elk, and uh, just eat or moose, moose. Uh, just eating grass, and that was really cool to see. Um, anyway, so we saw some wildlife. It was a great trip. I needed better shoes and needed to not go into the weekend with the worst blister I've ever had in my life. Yeah, so. One thing that I used, so I had the, when I hiked King's Peak, I had the Terra Ventures, the new Terra Ventures. Didn't really have any issues. But I also took Body Glide, and on the way down, I didn't use Body Glide when I went into, the, into King's Peak. On the way down from King's Peak, I got some blisters on the balls of my feet. So um, just right below the toes, um, right kind of where the toes connect to the, to my foot I was getting these blisters that were really really tender they weren't like full-on blisters it was just a really really tender spot and it was kind of hard to walk the next couple days after 26 or 28 miles or however long yeah it's far I um, thought it was closer to 30 actually but maybe not. well it depends which trail oh, you do. yeah it's true if you drop into painter basin yeah. and you follow the trail it's like 32 but if you take a shortcut it's like 26 to 28 depending on the shortcut and because of my shoe situation because we were going to take the shortcut back um and i'm like scotty i can't i can't rock hop yeah. like i i just can't I need a, like a flat as far and those trails aren't flat, but it's, there are sections of flat, you know, I'm like, I, I am going to opt for that than taking the shortcut. Cause I just can't walk, which is super frustrating. Yeah. Um, but did you take the shortcut? I, we did. Yeah. On the way up and down. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, it cuts a so, yeah, two th- miles or something off. Yeah. yeah. I think ours, I think ours ended up being 28 miles round trip. Nice. Or something, but but anyway, so when we went into the Cirque, of the, or not the Cirque, um, just into the Wind Rivers, into the Titcomb Basin, the next week, I put Body Glide on my feet. Foot Glide or foot. Body Glide? Body it, Glide. Okay. Yeah. Because I had the Body Glide, and I opted for the powder, the squeaky cheeks, yeah. and I actually didn't blister underneath on my feet. It was only the heels, and I think, yeah. I don't know. So I put Body Glide on the back of my heels, and also... Uh, on the balls of my feet and I never even had a hot spot nice when I did that so that was the and it's colder right so don't I think the it was hot in the Uinas and that dirt yeah. is hot and I could just feel like the heat and it didn't right. I'm like this is I need more cushion <laughs> I need more separation between that ground and my foot yeah somehow interesting um I love it I would like to go back i always feel a little weird the day or two after because i'm like i don't know if it's the altitude or the exertion the exhaustion um 
I eat like a ton of food when I get home. Yeah. Um, okay, so I took a, I, I still, I own like an original, uh, what are those chairs that you snap together in the... The creek, the... Crazy creek. Crazy creek. I use a crazy creek because what I do is I, I throw it in front of my, you can sit in them, but also you unsnap them and you th- I throw it in front of my tent and you can lean on them and it's a great, right before you go into your tent, you can, you got a little bit of space there. I love that. Right. But I have never seen so many chairs being but everybody had a chair yeah like everybody had a at least one chair in their campground up there um which i thought yeah you know what i think it's time to retire the crazy creek (laughs) and and buy a chair so maybe I'll, i'll do that next time but I was trying to think of what I would take and what I would not take. I love the the big Agnes thinks chase for the recommendation on the pad. The pad was amazing, warm, didn't roll off it. That was good. I have like a top of the line tent and a top of the line sleeping bag. So can't complain about that. I don't think I need the bag that I have, the pack that I have. I have an Osprey, um, Zenith. 65 and I don't use half of it. Yeah. There's, I feel it, but there's all these pockets on the back I don't use and all these things. There's features that I don't use, and I don't know if I, I, w- I might like something a little simpler. Maybe the same size, but this, but simpler. Get back the Aether Pro or something like that. Yeah, and I'm looking at the Mystery Ranches, oh, yeah. too, so that Steins, I can... That yeah. Look no further. Look no further, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I just... When I bought that pack, I was like, yeah, I got the best pack on the market. And then I just find after a few uses, I don't, I don't use a lot of those things that it comes with. And so as opposed to Scotty, who he had, uh, an Osprey 65, the, a different kind like it's got that, um, the thing on the back that separates the, that's the like air, air, panel. air panel and yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, pretty cool. But it, boy, it does fit him funny. I don't, I'm gonna, he needs, he needs it readjusted. Um, but he used all the features, right? Like there's all, there's pockets every, he's got stuff in every pocket all over that pack. So it works for people like him. Yeah. Um, where me, I'm kind of like, at least I've got the systems down to where I'm like, you know what? This is all I need. I don't need all this other stuff. Time to minimize. Yeah. But it's not it's a bad pack i just minimize a little yeah um i have the same freaking black diamond hiking sticks i bought 12 years ago mm-hmm. work like a champ yeah, worth right. the investment yeah mm-hmm. for sure um and then the i have the reactor um and i didn't i used to always take too much fuel chase told me i can get away with the small fuel sure enough like i made meals for myself and scotty and um cider at night and hot and coffee in the morning and i still have like a tiny bit left after two nights and three mornings or whatever so yeah we used the reactor on our trip in the wind rivers and we took one normal canister and then one of the small the mini one Mm -hmm. mini canisters as a backup and i think i've got a third of the normal canister no left. kidding even after seven days cooking oh. boiling water morning and night and lunches actually for two people those reactors are amazing They're yeah so efficient so cool yeah so yeah those i because i'm like oh it's kind of heavy it's a heavier stove and um scotty brought up his just your regular camp stove. you know you can get a much lighter right whole the whole thing can you can go much lighter right. 
but the efficiency of that i'm like well i don't know it's it's pretty darn fast <laughs> yeah oh i love the reactor yeah i and i've got lighter stoves that i use on overnighters or shorter trips solo trips that sort of thing but i just love that reactor i don't know something super cool about that stove that i i love pulling it out and using it a lot of people had hammocks i would recommend bringing a hammock just don't sleep in it but <laughs> they were they looked very relaxing to just hang out in a camp i'm like oh yeah i totally should have brought my hammock i would have been so nice up here just to sit in after the hike or whatever um so i do recommend a hammock or and or a chair to hang out in um i should have brought a which i had it in my pack and i took it out but like a camp towel but i just i'm like dude i never I never bath necessarily up there but it was it was just so hot and so stinky that i'm like i need to jump in that lake right now and i had no nothing to dry off with i had nothing to wash with i'm like i was kicking myself for leaving that towel at home i should have i took it out last minute for a weight concerns i'm like oh man that was a bit <laughs> yeah. that was not a weight concern at this point like i totally should have brought that towel so uh bring a towel and some castile soap or whatever and because the lake is right there you can take right. a bath in it but yeah anyway fun Sweet. times go do yeah. kings sounds like a great great trip cool all right well thanks for joining us for the podcast today if you enjoyed the podcast don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends if you would and leave us a friendly review um you can check out gear30.com that's spelled out g-e-a-r-t-h-i-r-t-y.com for deals on some of the greatest gear you can buy for backpacking and all the other outdoor adventures um check out youtube for uh our videos our gear reviews and stuff there just search gear 30 and you'll probably find us um and then follow us on instagram at gear underscore three zero thanks for joining us we'll see you on the next episode see you out there